What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week for Real Talk Monday. I got my girl, my friend, my sister, Miss Hannah, in the building with me on this morning. How you doing, sis? Hey, I'm doing well. Doing well. All right, all right. So y'all know how we normally started off. Tonight, not only are we live on Clubhouse, not only are we live on Facebook and YouTube, but we are live on Clubhouse. Yo, my Clubhouse family, say what up, y'all. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, yo, yo. Yo, yo. All right, all right. So we about to go live. We are in here. We got a great discussion. Y'all know how we normally start. We're going to start it with a prayer. We're going to go into some music. Then my sister got a great roots discussion for y'all. So, yo, and then we're going to hit the main discussion. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you to continue to bless us and can keep us. We ask that you continue to lead us and guide us. Bless this production, Heavenly Father. Let your will be done. Let your you get all the glory, you get all the honor, and you get all the praise. Take myself and Hannah out of the way. Let your name get the glory. For it's all about you and not about us. These are my blessings in your son, Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So y'all, we about to start it off with a little bit of music. And let's go. As we are, as we are playing this music, y'all ping some people in on Clubhouse, and y'all share this broadcast to let some people know that Real Talk Monday is here. So now we're about to jump into this discussion. Sis, go on ahead. It's on you. All right. So our roots pack for today is about Juneteenth. What is Juneteenth? Juneteenth is a holiday celebrated on the 19th of June to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free 
under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. Other names for Juneteenth are Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, Emancipation Day, Emancipation Day, Texas. When did Juneteenth become a national holiday? In 1980, Texas became the first state to designate Juneteenth as a holiday through the recognition is largely symbolic. Since then, at least 45 states and the District of Columbia have moved to officially recognize the day. The design of the Juneteenth flag depicts a bursting new star on the horizon. The star represents a new freedom, a new people, a new star. The red, white, and blue colors communicate that the American slaves and their descendants were all American. Wow, wow. To be honest, uh, you just read some facts that I really didn't know. So it's like to hear this information is really powerful. And that is why we want to do stuff like this so that we can get information out here that nine times out of 10, a lot of the times we wouldn't know because we want to get stuff out that's really not taught in history class. Things that we really not taught about about our history so that we can help get better and do better. Because uh, one of the biggest things that we have a problem with is not knowing. So, so my opinion is when you know better, you do better. And you don't repeat history all over again. So, yo, that's good. That is a big fact right there. So how do you got anything else you want to add on this is? No, I learned some things and it was enjoyable to learn more about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now y'all, woo, man, we about to hit the main discussion, which is big. Sis, I'm gonna let you hit this because uh, you brought it to me and when you brought it to me, Man, I knew that this had to be discussed on the show. And uh, it is uh, accountability. Who is holding you accountable? So I'm gonna let you start it off, sis. How do you hold yourself accountable? Accountability is the quality or state of being accountable. An obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for your actions. For me, the way that I hold myself accountable is by admitting when I do wrong. Admitting that, you know what, okay, I have flaws. I'm not perfect. Okay, I need to improve in this dynamic of what I'm doing. One of my biggest problems is that I am a perfectionist. <laughs> I am a workaholic and I'm a perfectionist. I will work myself like a, like crazy and get so many things on my plate that I don't really be able to master anything because I'm doing so many different things. And what I'm thankful for is people in my life that I have in my life that are calling me out on that now and that are not letting me get to that point in my life where I'm still doing that. Because uh, I'll be honest, I did that for years and all it did was it made me sick. It ran me sick, it ran me to the ground, it ran my body to the ground because I wasn't really taking care of myself. So my accountability is I have accountability partners that aren't afraid to tell me, hey, you need to slow down. So how do you hold yourself accountable, sis? I hold myself accountable um 
I have to kind of write everything down because I'm doing a lot of different things. Right. Um, and so I find a lot of comfort in jotting things down using apps on my phone. And also I use an agenda book um, and I journal. Um, so those things make it easier because when you're trying to keep all that stuff in your mind, it makes your mind like clouded and I don't get to give 120%. And so to have that clear vision that I need um, and to be connected, like I need to be to what I'm trying to achieve, I prefer to write it down to clear my mind. That's real, because a lot of times you gotta write it down. That's something I did last night. I I have so many things that I'm doing with Reverend JHC3 Ministries that I got to the point to where I was like, okay, what I need to do is I need to write everything that I'm doing down. And I need to make like a three and like put little branches on it where like off branches of everything that I'm doing so that I can figure out what goes in Reverend JHC3 Ministries and what goes into JHC3 Entertainment. I had to realize that both of those are two different things. And my problem was I was trying to run everything through Reverend JHC3 Ministries. Some things don't need to be ran through that some things need to be ran through another aspect. It's not that it's not good, but it's not it's not suiting its purpose under Reverend JC Three Ministries. So I had to figure out there's a place for everything. So my question to you is, you are a mother as well. You a mother, you a boss, you a hard worker. <laughs> You a girlfriend as well on top of that, and you are doing all of this, and you're making it look easy. So how do you do all of this stuff? Like, how do you hold yourself accountable with everything that you are doing? Because, like, let me be real, y'all, and I'm not saying this just because he's on here. My sister has her hands in a lot of stuff. So for, for her to even take the time to be able to do this show with me, is amazing for me because I don't see how she does everything. She calls me a hard worker. This one right here is the swoop go-getter. And I really am. I get everything that I got from her. I've learned everything I've learned from her and other people in my life. So how do you do it? Thank you. So what I do is um, I'm an organized freak. Um, <laughs> I plan my days to the minute, to the hour. Um, and then the biggest thing I had to learn was setting realistic goals, set goals that you can achieve because that's really good to celebrate your accomplishments along the way. So don't try to set unrealistic goals. So for example, let's say I'm in a little multi-level marketing. Is that I might say, you know, they might tell you, Ooh, get 20 people or 10 people a month. No, do what works for you. Set goals and say, okay, I will, share it with 10 people and I will try to get one or two people signed up this week. When it comes to doing virtual school, which has been a challenge for a lot of people, you really had to, you had to change it up. You might've had to start <laughs> doing a little bit of work at night. You know, you might have to get a little bit earlier. That's what I had to learn. I had to learn how to pace myself. I had to mm -hmm. learn how to do when I want to lose weight in that aspect and eat healthy, save money. And health is so important right now, especially with COVID, because we're not out of the pandemic. We're still in it. And so with that, I had to learn how to plan my meals. Like, okay, I'm gonna cook four meals this week and this day I'm buying these groceries and that day I'm buying those groceries and I'm gonna cook this on the two days I'm at home. So planning in that aspect with the virtual school and parenting, 
My daughter's still doing school right now. So with that, I had to make some sacrifices. I had to cut back on my social life to make her priority and put in the time and to help her where she lacked the assistance that she needed. Hiring tutors, making sure the tutors on time with her, making sure that we're both communicating, we're on the same page of what she needs to do, right. what she needs to learn, the concept. Um, when she goes to the academy, making sure the academy knows her schedule and they're trying to reiterate it as well. So all every all parties are on the same page. When it comes to weight loss, making it a priority. I don't have a set time that I get to go to the gym. I don't have that luxury and I'm not mad about it. I accept my life and I'm happy with it. But I know that I want to be in there three days a week. So I try to figure out on what days I can get it in and fit it in and make it work. The days I can't go, go on a walk with my child. You still achieving, getting the cardio up. You still clearing your mind. You still having that work-life balance. You're just trying to burn a couple calories. Do it with your kid. Then we get on the yoga mats and do a little core exercise. You have to figure out how to make it work for you. Everybody's different, but you can do it. When it comes to taking care of my mom, I had to scale back. I had to get other people to help me. Stand away for a couple months, got to refresh, let her go stay with my brother, and then now that she's back home, it's, you know, that really reset her and really gave her a new independence. So that made life a lot easier for me because that was a lot going on with my mother and her health and beating cancer and COVID and coming out of cancer straight into COVID. Didn't even get to finish chemo. That's a lot in itself. So I'm like, I got to keep you in the house. I got to keep her in the house for months. Because I'm like, if you beat cancer, I'm not going to let COVID get you. Um, mm -hmm. So with that, I had to learn how to outsource, hire someone to help me. <laughs> rely on family and friends organize hey can you go over there this day and do that when i go down get a consistent and reliable line guy get a handyman on call have all the people that i need on call to make it easier see you said something very key you was not afraid to ask for help a lot of times we are our own worst enemy because we try to play like we Superman or Superwoman and we don't want to ask for help. We cannot do it by ourselves. We got to get help from somebody. You got to be willing to ask for help, but you got to ask for the right help. It's true. And you, it takes a village. It's not easy. Like on the weekends, my, my mom will get her. My mom can't get her. You know, I have family that'll get her. This only two hours away. I made sure I had daycare in place so that in times when work was super intense and I didn't want to give her the bad energy from the meetings and the disappointment on projects, she could go somewhere and have fun, but still meet her educational requirements. Right. So you had to, you had to figure out how to make sure that things was getting done, but getting done decent and in order. Yes. And trial and error, a lot of prayer and some fasting. So eat on it. Man, you can't do nothing without God. <laughs> you really can't. Like you can try all you want, but at the end of the day, you're gonna fail because at the end of the day, you you gotta have God at the forefront. If he ain't at the forefront, why are you even doing what you're doing? Another thing for me is that holds me accountable is knowing my why knowing why I'm doing this, knowing why I'm working as hard as I'm working, knowing why I'm grinding as hard as I'm grinding. As you said, having that end goal in mind, like, okay, it's not always going to be like this. Okay, yeah, I might struggle right now, but at the end of the day, I already know it's going to pay off after a while. Payday is coming. 
I may not see the results that I want to see right now. Yeah, I may not be living in a fancy house right now, but it's coming. Yeah, I may not have the car I want right now, but it is coming. I just got to put the work in. Yes, I may have to stay up late all hours of the night sometimes right now. But at the end of the day, it's all going to be worth it. You got to figure out your why. You got to figure out why you are doing what you are doing. Why is it so important to you? And you got to be willing to make those sacrifices that you have to make. Is a $100 pair of Jordans more important to you than investing in your business? Those are $250. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Man, they was 100 when I was getting them. Yeah, they like a hundred in my size and I wear a four. So I was like, no, I can't do it. No, I can't no more. I can't. And another thing with me that holds me accountable is I keep my brand around me. Like something with Reverend JAC3 on it is always around me. When I'm at work, I have a pen that has Reverend JAC3 ministries in my hand. Because of the simple fact of I want to remember, okay, yeah, I'm working for this company right now, but this isn't my stopping point. This isn't going to be my end goal. Eventually, I'm going to be over here. I'm just doing what I have to do right now to get to where I need to get. And you have to celebrate your accomplishments along the way. So like what you're saying, I agree. And you know that like, like for me, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go really hard the next three years because yes. that's it. In three years, it's, it's gonna be different. We're not doing this anymore. Right. You gotta Thanks. have a month by month, quarter by quarter, year by year plan, goals, Facts. and the steps to achieve it. Facts. It's good to have a plan, but if you don't have the steps of how you're gonna be successful and uh, get that plan out, what you're really just talking. And you got to have faith, but also you got to put that work in too, because the scripture says faith without works is dead. So you can say, oh, I know God is going to do this. I know God is going to do that. But if you ain't putting that work in that you need to put in, what are you really doing it for? I think I might have lost my sister. Hold on. I think a signal went out. One second, y'all. But y'all, this is a great discussion. We are enjoying this. And y'all, another thing that you got to make sure that you are doing at all times is you you have to make sure that you keep God at the forefront of your business. You got to keep God at the forefront. You got to make sure that God is the CEO. God God is everything that you need. You can't just like do it on your own. You gotta make sure that God is the forefront. God is the CEO. God is everything. Because if that ain't the head, then you really ask him for failure. Sorry about that, y'all. We got my sister back. My internet went out. I had (laughs) a little person that touched the modem and then it just went out. (laughs) (laughs) So see, see, look, once again, once again, y'all, look, like I said, this she is a mother as well so like stuff like this happens right i apologize it just went out on its own but she was down there before the show so i'm blaming her (laughs) 
Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Y'all, this is a great discussion. Like, I'm loving this discussion. So my last question is, why do you struggle with accountability? What is something, why do you feel like a lot of people struggle with accountability? The internet works. Okay, I fixed it. Uh, sis, you're muted on uh, the stream, the live stream. You're muted on that. Okay, okay, so why do you, we struggle with accountability? Yeah. I think sometimes we lose focus on like the end, the goal at the end and reaching our goal. Um, you know, we don't understand it. We get stressed out. The journey gets too much. We don't have the right people around us giving us the right energy. We're mm -hmm. not reading the right scriptures. We're not reading the right posts on social media. Um, we're just putting the wrong things in front of us instead of what we need to keep us motivated and going. So I believe that's why that is an issue. But um, it's like really just overextending yourself, which gives you permission not to do things you agree to do because you find yourself overloaded. Facts. You finding yourself overloaded, overstressed, and just worn out to the point to where you can't do it, where you feel like you can't do it. And it's not that you can't do it. It's just the fact that you putting too much pressure on yourself. You putting too much emphasis on being great when you're not supposed to be perfect. God didn't call us to be perfect. He called us just to do what he called us to do. He called us to be willing vessels. He did not call us to be perfect. Let me be real. If we could be perfect, then Jesus wouldn't have to die on no cross for our sins. Mm -hmm. He didn't call us for perfection. He called us just to be willing to do the work that we have to do. And another thing I feel like that is the reason why we struggle with accountability is some people don't want to be held accountable. We feel like sometimes that when somebody is trying to hold us accountable for something that we said we wanted and they hold us accountable for it, we feel like they're judging us. We don't want to be judged. And it's not that they're judging you. It's just the fact that they see the level of success that you say that you're wanting and they see your potential to be successful at that level. So they're holding you accountable to do the work that you need to do. They're holding you accountable to make sure that you don't settle for less when God is calling you for so much greater. And that is one of the problems that we have is we settle for mediocrity when God is calling us for greatness. And some people don't like to be critiqued. You know, it could be being judged, but a lot of people don't like to be critiqued at all and some people can't take it it's too much and they get offensive and defensive or well, defensive and then at that point you're not hearing what they're trying to tell you so you're not getting the pieces that you're missing which is also preventing you from growing and reaching your full potential because you feel like you're being attacked instead of someone's trying to show you something from a different point of view a different angle that could be your biggest roadblock facts facts and that is something that we gotta get. So how can we work on accepting accountability? Like being more accountable. What can we do to work on that? Like what can we do to make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable, that we're doing the things that we need to do, that we're staying on, staying on track? What can we do? Create micro goals, review your performance, have you an accountability partner to hold you to what you're trying to achieve. Facts, all of that. And another one is as like what we're doing tonight, 
we are on Clubhouse tonight, and after the show, we getting like feedback just so we can figure out what do we need to do to be better? Like, what can we do to be better? Like, what do they think? Don't be afraid to ask for feedback. Like, be be ready to get honesty. Like, be ready to hear like what people really think, and be open for it. Be open to it. So y'all definitely don't want to miss this. We are so grateful for a great conversation like what we just having right now. We are grateful for this. Like this is what is needed more than anything. We need more conversations like this where we can work on being accountable, where we can work on what we need to do to be accountable and what we need to do to be successful so that we can get to those next levels that we want to get, whether it be with wealth, whether it be with fitness, whether it be with family, whether it be on your job, whatever it is, we got to be accountable. We got to put in that work. We got to make sure that we are putting in the work that we need to put in to be accountable. So y'all stay blessed, be blessed. And uh, as I always say before I turn it over to my sister, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments. Meaning, some things that we look at is bad, God is only turning it around for our good. Sis, what you got for him tonight? Don't let your procrastination be the assassination of your success. Woo! Y'all, that's it for tonight. If y'all haven't, like the Will Talk Monday Facebook page, like it, share it, subscribe to it, leave us feedback, let us know what y'all think. Also, we want y'all, we thank y'all for listening to the podcast every week. Y'all definitely like, share it, let people know that Will Talk Monday is here. We drop the podcast every Monday at 12 midnight. It comes out at midnight every Monday. We are working on eventually getting to the point to where we go live on Instagram as well with the show. We have so many great things that are in the works for Real Talk Monday. So y'all stay tuned and y'all stay locked in because this is only the beginning. To my Clubhouse family, thank y'all for listening. We about to come over there right now to get some feedback from y'all. Peace. God bless y'all. Bye.